This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Houston Astros. The See you later. The walk-off home run by Carlos Correa in the bottom of the 11th. We're tied at one apiece. Two incredible teams going at it. Winning the World Series has been the only thing on our minds. Astros. This team's very special. Let's take it back. Yankees in the American League Championship Series. Game three. Bringing this World Series trophy back to Houston. Everybody's got to come through our house. Deep left field. Let's go. It's gone. And now, Astro Launch. The official pregame show of Houston Astros Playoff Baseball. Brought to you by Houston Methodist, Leading Medicine, by Gallery Furniture, by Daniels Jewelers, and by Waste Management. Here they come. Now to the Astros broadcast booth. Here's Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. Greetings from Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, New York, where today the Houston Astros take on the New York Yankees in Game 4 of the American League Championship Series. Game was postponed because of rain. was supposed to be played yesterday. These two teams last played on Tuesday, with the Astros picking up a 4-1 win over the Yankees here in New York as Garrett Cole, through seven scoreless, struck out seven. Jose Altuve, two hits, including a homer, scored twice as the Astros took a two-games-to-one lead in this best-of-seven series. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup, and it's brought to you by Houston Methodist Leading Medicine. The Astros will send Zach Greinke to the mound today. Greinke, he got the start in game one of the ALCS. Pitched pretty well, gave up three runs and six innings of work, but uh, wasn't good enough in that ball game as the Astros were unable to, to get a run across as Greinke has now lost his last three consecutive postseason starts. You know, we look in the, at the flags right now, and it looks like uh, the wind's blowing out towards center field, and uh, it's a situation where I think if Zach Greinke pitches a game where he gives up three runs in six innings, the Astros will be tickled pink. And you go in there, and, and hopefully when he's on his game, he gets so many ground balls, he can erase base runners with double plays and things of that nature. And to pitch a second game of a championship series, I think he can settle in and maybe even spot his pitches even better. Meanwhile, Masahiro Tanaka getting the ball for the Yankees, and you couldn't have pitched much better than he did in game one of the ALCS. Got the win over the Astros, six scoreless innings. Only allowed two base runners, faced the minimum in that ball game. And, you know, A.J. Hinch talking before the game about, you know, see if the Astros can make some adjustments against Tanaka this time around, maybe have a little bit more success. Yeah, having so much success that Tanaka had against the Astros, you're wondering if he's going to make any kind of adjustments. And if he doesn't, here's what he did. He kind of pitched them backwards. He threw off-speed stuff early and he used and capitalized on his fastballs up in the zone and, and off the plate a little bit later on so uh, see if the Astros may take advantage of some of the soft stuff early in the counts and try to be aggressive early so he can't get ahead of the count uh, I, I tend to believe that Tanaka will change it up just a little bit he's got three weapons that he can spot on both sides of the plate and move around and you know, he just never really overthrows, so his location is always going to be pretty good. Today's case of the game are brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers. You look at 
every postseason game. And every postseason game, obviously, is a big game. And A.J. Hinch has even talked about that. They almost all feel like they're game sevens because all of them are, are so important. And when you lose one, it, it always feels so much more gut-wrenching than it would, obviously, during the regular season. But I think tonight's game, game four of this series in particular, feels pretty significant because you think about if the Astros are able to win today, take two straight at Yankee Stadium, go up three games to one, uh, obviously that's a significant advantage. Meanwhile, if the Yankees can get this series back even at 2-2 with a, a win today, that, that changes the calculus a little bit as well. It does. This is a huge swing, and we talked about it even before last game, what a huge swing uh, game three is when, it, mm -hmm. when the series was knotted at one apiece. So, yeah, each and every one of these games uh, creates its own set, uh, sense of urgency. Uh, I love the way how aggressive A.J. Hinch always is in, in these matters. Is He doesn't want to worry about Friday. He doesn't want to worry about Saturday or Sunday. He wants to win this game, and he sends that message to his team by announcing his two starters in this game. He'll worry about all that other stuff later on. But right now, he's singularly focused on winning game four and taking that big big lead in this series. I'll tell you, man, there's going to be a sense of panic in New York if the Astros come away victorious tonight. Yeah, and, that's, and they rarely panic in New York. That's the thing <laughs> when it comes to their sports teams. Another interesting wrinkle now with this series, with the rain out yesterday, game three getting, or game four being moved to today, game five being moved to tomorrow. Tomorrow was originally supposed to be an off day in this series. So now you're in a situation, if this winds up going seven games, this would be the first of four in a row uh, in this series, which you don't see very often in the in the postseason, you think about that Yankees team, how heavily they rely on their bullpen, and that could really have, I mean, it could have a significant impact on both teams' bullpens, but especially with the way the Yankees use theirs. Yeah, going into this series, I think a lot of people, and rightfully so, uh, pointed out that the Yankees' bullpen was clearly better than the Astros. It's certainly deeper. But as this series goes along, with their lack of innings by their starting pitchers, they're starting to get exposed. They're starting to get a little bit more taxed, and I think that evens the playing field. Astros starters are regularly going six, seven innings so far, so they don't have to cover as much. And the Yankees' uh, bullpen so far in the first three games of this series have pitched seven more outs than their starters. So uh, we're starting to see a little bit uh, of different things. i, I got to point this out, too. The way their relief pitchers went through the first five months of the season was very taxing. They utilized those pitchers and they worked them hard and they got their appearances way high early on and then they rested them. But I don't care if you rest them or not. There's damage done when you're overused early in the season and I think we're starting to see a little bit of that. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Astros reliever Joe Smith. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field and you can kiss that good Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. And that's hit in the air and pretty deep to left center field. Racing back Gartner, still going back at the wall. Looking up, see you later! Into the bullpen, Jose Altuve with his 12th career postseason homer. And the Astros go up one to nothing. Ideally, they'd like to get Gregorius out inside. And field shades to pull. 
Cole delivers. Breaking ball bounced softly right side, waiting on Altuve. He's got it, throws to first, inning over. And the Astros breathe a sigh of relief. Yankees leave them loaded. And after one inning in game three of the ALCS, Astros won, Yankees nothing. The soft stuff so far to Judge. The lower the better against Judge. Hicks at second, LeMayhew at first, 2-0 Astros, two outs, bottom of the second. Cole hunched over as he looks in, straightens up as he comes set. Delivers a 1-2. Swing and a miss. Judge strikes out on a slider away, and the inning is over. Yankees strand a pair as Cole gets his first strikeout of the game in a big spot. Two outs, nobody on. Here's the 3-2 to Torres. Breaking ball, got him. Strike three. Torres right through that one. And Cole picks up his third strikeout of the ball game, and that's it. It's a 1-2-3. Here in the bottom of the third, we'll go to the fourth inning. Astros lead it two to nothing. Big moment in this ball game. Game three of the American League Championship Series. Garrett Cole, 0-2 to LeMayhew. Breaking ball, hit well, center field. Going back on his Springer. He's gonna have room right in front of the track and makes the catch for out number three. That'll do it as the Yankees strand their seventh base runner of the ball game. We'll go to the fifth. Astros lead it two to nothing. He's been a workhorse. Hicks ready for a 2-2. Astros leading 2-0. No one on, two out for New York in the bottom of the six. Pitch on the way. That is at the knees for strike three. Frozen with the slider. Hicks goes down looking, and the inning draws to a close. Six strikeouts for Cole, and we're through six in the Bronx in game three of the ALCS. Astros two, Yankees nothing. Garrett Cole. Here's the 1-1. That one's hit to center field, playable for Springer, and he's got it seven scoreless for Garrett Cole. He is a man as he marches back to the dugout. One, two. Round ball left side, Bregman to his left. He grabs it, throws on the move to first. A scoop by Gurriel on the low throw, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take it two games to one lead in the American League Championship Series as they win game three by a final of four to one. Well, they just never let this Yankees crowd get into the ball game. And it started with the second batter of the game, Altuve, a home run to put the Astros on top. Reddick adds on, he tacks on in the second with a home run himself. And then it was Garrett Cole and the rest of the bullpen shutting things down. And just never really felt like this stadium got rocking. Welcome back to Ash Lunch. I'm with AJ Hinch before game four of this American League Championship Series. Uh, a little colder, a little, little more windy uh, for this ball game. But that last game, game three, AJ, uh, was was a great win for you guys. You get the mm -hmm. advantage in the series now. Garrett Cole, once again, does not disappoint. No, he didn't. And we, we did a good job of playing in some crazy elements. This is a tough place to play, but, but we showed up and took the lead put a ton of pressure on him. Garrett escaped a couple of uh, a couple of tough innings, settled in nicely, finished strong. Uh, proud of our guys because we, you know, it, these series, especially these series like this, it's it's so much so so much pressure packed and so much attention on every single move or every single at bat or every single pitch sequence. Um, when you can take a series lead, it, it feels like this monumental accomplishment yeah. that that sets you up nicely for the next game. And you've always talked about when you're when you're playing in a hostile environment, the best way to go about it, hey, get the lead. Yeah, we did, and Jose did a great job of getting getting a pitch to hit against Severino and depositing it into the into the bullpen and one nothing, a bunch of energy in our in our dugout. The next inning, Josh Reddick with a nice upper deck bomb and. Um, we're up two nothing, and and like I said, I've always said in the playoffs when you get a run or two, it feels like it's multiplied because of the magnitude of the moment. So our guys came out hot. 
I thought Josh Reddick said something funny. He's talking about his home run. One, two, it's a breaking ball, and that's drilled deep down the right field line, and you can kiss it goodbye. Into the second deck, Reddick with a homer, and the Astros go up two to nothing. Boy, another hanging breaking ball from Severino, and Reddick was licking his chops. Claps his hands as he crosses home plate. The Astros lead it by two. Fourth career postseason home run for Reddick who's in the postseason for the seventh time in the last eight years. He's talking about his home run, but he says, I may sound like a broken record, but I continually in the playoffs go out there and try to do too much. That, that's right. so hard to, to just relax and, and just yeah. I mean, be selfless. It, right? it matters so much to these guys, and they get they yeah. get a little bit anxious no matter how much time you have or how much how many playoff games you have. There's these little jitters and these nerves. I mean, it's the same as a manager or a coach yeah. or – um, you know, everything that you do around the playoffs is so much fun and so much energy around it. So it doesn't surprise me. And Red, you know, as a veteran guy, can settle himself down. I thought he, he handled not playing in game one and game two as professionally as you can. He was a little bit angry because he wanted to play, and then yeah. he came out and proved why he should be in the lineup. And, you know, the other thing I love that he said, it's so old school. He said, you know what, if I don't like it, I, play, I better. play better. <laughs> no, that's perfect? a great one-liner. That's the way we grew up. That's how we were raised in the yeah. game. And if you don't like it, play better because, you know, I'm yeah. not going to take guys out of the lineup that are, that are contributing and playing well, and, and that's why he's in here tonight against Tanaka. All right, it's cold and windy. Does that change anything uh, that, that you do in the course of a game, watching a pitcher go out there and seeing if he's stiff or not? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm going to watch. I mean, these are these are games where you magnify every single thing and you, you look for every single key. Or, but you're just uh, I'm just going to I'm going to manage the game to win, you yeah. know, and if, if uh, the elements are affecting one person or another or pitch pitch sequencing or, or execution will pay close attention to it if 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 not then I'll, I'll ride with our guys and and we need to come out with a win I want to set you up for this because you said I, I just want to play this game to win and that's exactly what you're doing with this rotation there's been some speculation on why wouldn't you hold somebody so and so back or whatever but you're going Grinky and Verlander game four and game five on normal day rest there's no other answer, is there? No, there's not because they're 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 awesome starting pitchers and they're it's their turn to pitch and I and I'm I'm rolling out two guys with great resumes and pedigree and hmm. and sense for the moment and and I know the other side is not you know racing up to the batter's box to face these guys. I know they had success against Zach in Game One. JV has a way of stepping up in the big moments. Um, to me, it was a no-brainer decision. It will continue to be a no-brainer decision uh, to put our best guys out there as soon as possible. When Grinky's at his best, he's doing what? He's executing his fastball where he wants. Okay. You know, I think everything plays off his fastball. He's got a pretty good slider, pretty good, pretty good changeup. Um, he throws the slow curve when he when he needs a little bit of a surprise pitch, but everything is generated off the fastball strike in the area of the strike zone that he wants. And Tanaka, he's been trouble. I mean, he's he's a very good pitcher, but he's a marksman. Uh, how do you lay off those real close pitches? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's yeah. the it's the cat and mouse game with both both teams that these guys throw barely balls or barely strikes, whichever yeah. way you look at it, and you got to make sure you capitalize on a few mistakes. We missed a few mistakes. Uh, we hit a couple balls hard uh, last game, didn't get anything to show for it. We did not put pressure on him um, in very many innings. So the um, you know, it's it's a lot easier said than done. But if you can you can shrink your zone against them and just be so stingy with what you choose to swing at, all the better for you. AJ Hinch, good luck tonight, Thanks, Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. Astro Line, the official off-season hot stove show for your Houston Astros. I love that all the Astro fans are here with your favorite Astros and Major League stars. One of the best relievers in baseball, Will Harris, Todd Callis, Jeff Blum, Jeff Luno in the house. 
house tonight. One of my favorite players on the team is Josh Reddick. Astro Line. Presented by Carbon Brewing Company. Live from Pluckers at 1400 Shepherd Drive in Houston. This fall, right here on the Houston Astros Radio Network. Tenth inning in game two of the ALCS. Yankees lead this series one game to none. This game tied at two. And Joe Smith now on the pitch. The fourth Astros pitcher of the night. 2-1. And that's grounded sharply, fielded by Gurriel, who was guarding the line. He's got it and takes it to first. One away. And that's popped up, third base side, foul ground. Bregman only one on that side, racing over, has room, makes the catch on the run. Excellent job by Bregman. If he wasn't going to get it, no one was. Two out. Got a fantastic jump and was off to the races. First pitch. That's bounced softly, fielded by Smith to the right of the mound. Jogs part of the way to first, underhands to Gurriel, and it's a 1-2-3 inning for Joe Smith. Astros' bullpen has not allowed a hit tonight. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Joe Smith. And obviously this year didn't start the way you wanted uh, on the injury list with the Achilles surgery. And now you're here pitching in October, get, getting some big outs, got some really big outs in, in game two. That has to be a, a really rewarding feeling after all you've been through. Yeah, I mean... I've never been hurt like that before where you miss that chunk of time and know you're going to miss that chunk of time. And it's weird, man. And you just feel helpless and kind of a alone feeling. But, you know, I told the guys when I came back, like, watching them play every day and seeing, knowing how much fun that we have when we're out there on the field and just being a part of it, like, and just watching them in April and May and June, it's just, uh, that's what gave me the motivation to get back with these guys and, you know, Fortunately, uh, you know, I was able to do it and, and able to be throwing the ball very well right now. We worked a ton with tweaking some things and, and getting better that, you know, maybe we wouldn't have been able to work out um, if I would have just came back and, and gotten right back into it. But, you know, with Strami, with Josh Miller, uh, even Bill Murphy uh, down in Florida, you know, we're, we're throwing bullpens down there. and We got every gadget just about yeah. they have. and just trying to figure out, you know, the best way to get the pitch shapes the way we want it and, and, and how to get it there, knowing why. And, um, you know, fortunately, it, it, it's paid off. And I've uh, been able to come back in a good spot and, and, and help. Was there a particular point where you felt like, all right, I'm I'm where I where I was before surgery, or was it more like just kind of a gradual thing? Did you have that aha moment? Um we had a couple aha moments, okay. uh, especially through that rehab process. And like I said, I mean, especially with getting the pitches, getting my pitches to do what I want them to do and and why, you know, um, maybe stuff suffered last year at different points and trying to figure that out. And then, you know, being able to take that when I started getting back on the mound up with the major league team again and, and saying, all right, is this going to work? Is this going to be the same? And, and it has. And. You know, I, I feel good. I felt good throwing for a while. I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, since about April, I, I felt very confident. Um, it's just with this surgery, you can't move. So yeah. as far as fielding positions and doing like that stuff, I mean, heaven forbid, if I was a position player, that, that'd be tough. That'd be yeah. super tough. But being able to pitch, I've felt in tune with my delivery and and everything that goes along with pitching. So, you know. Just going out here trying to get a win and, and keep everything where it's at. You were with the Indians when they faced the Yankees in the division series in 2017, and you pitched well in that series, didn't allow a run. Is there anything you were able to take from that experience facing this Yankees lineup and some of their tough right-handed hitters uh, that you were able to take into to this series? 
Um, I mean, I think any time you face guys, you know, the more you face them, the more they know what your stuff looks like, the more you know what they're trying to do, what their swings look like, what pitches work. And, you know, against these guys, I, I mean, we, you see the offensive numbers these guys put up. I mean, they're ridiculous. So, And you know when you come in, especially to Yankee Stadium, you know, you, you can't get yourself into trouble. you you got to attack them. you got to make your pitches. Even sometimes when you think you make a decent pitch, it still leaves the yard. Yeah. I mean, these guys, you know, they're really good, and every game's different. It's kind of it, it's fun when you get to face guys multiple times because it kind of becomes cat and mouse. You know, how you attacked them one day might not be how you go at them the next day, or maybe you keep going the same direction, and you just it, there's a lot more feel into the game, I feel like, from the kind of pitcher-hitter battle. You're, you're trying to figure out what they're doing or watch them when they're swinging, and it's fun, man. I mean, this is what we all play for. We play to get here, to get in October when it's fun and playing when everything's on the line. And I'm just glad I was able to get back and be a part of it. Glad you're a part of it as well and pitching well. Joe Smith, thanks so much for joining us. All right, thanks, Robert. The chase for the pennant for a third straight year happens here. The Astros win the AL West and head it to the postseason. Astros Radio. We win three more series. We're going to hang another flag. Enjoy tonight. Houston's exclusive hometown call. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.